Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. We have a lot of business to take care of in the spirit uh, this morning. Uh, the devil, the enemy is messing around. Uh, we know that uh, that Hamas has attacked Israel, and uh, and so we're going to we're going to pray for them, uh, for the Israeli people. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'm going to say it. This is why elections are so important. Okay. Uh, Hamas is funded by Iran. And uh, so I don't think we should be making a habit of funding people who hate us, a group, a group that hates us, and then using it, use, taking that money and using it against our friends. Okay, because if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are to be praying for Israel. Okay, the Bible says that, that he will bless those that bless them and he will curse those that curse them. Okay, so uh, we need to be standing in solidarity and, and unity with Israel, no matter what. If there's politicians that don't believe that, then our vote is no. Okay? I mean, there's a lot of other issues that you could say no about, but let me tell you what, that is one of them. Okay? And one of the main ones. And then also... Uh, we're going to pray about all this, all this stuff, and, and, and we're going to stand together. We're going to stand together in unity. Uh, on the way to church this morning, uh, Pastor Zona called Nita and I. We're, I mean, we're on the, on the road here and called us and uh, let us know that, the, that Pastor Ronnie was facing, uh, had an attack, and they, that she had to call the ambulance to come pick him up. Okay, so right now he's in the emergency room. I don't have any other details other than uh, that they just said y'all are going to have to take care, you know, take care of service. Okay. And don't look sad. No, because the devil is a liar. And no matter what, we're going to have some church up in this house today. Amen. With the enemies, uh, the enemies messing around, God's going to pour out his blessing. Amen. Amen. And so don't be sad about it. Uh, pastors, uh, they have the victory over this because thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Amen. The devil's a liar. And so why, why don't y'all just, uh, just stand and we're going to pray. We're going we're gonna to release the anointing on both of these situations in the name of Jesus. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just, we lift up pastors and we lift up the nation of Israel right now in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy that would try to hinder, that would try to delay, that would try to destroy your vision and your plan right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just thank you that you loose your anointing and loose your healing power, Lord God. We pray for the people of Israel, Lord God. We thank you for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding right now in the name of Jesus. We just flood them 
with your love right now in the name of Jesus. Thanks, uh, and thanks be unto God who always causes them to triumph in Christ Jesus. We hinder and we come against every uh, demonic spirit right now that would try to hinder your plan. I just keep getting that. That would hinder your plan and your purpose and your mission, Lord God. We bind it now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, you said whatever be bound on earth that you would bind it in heaven and whatever we loose on earth that you would loose it in heaven father god so loose your power loose your anointing now in the name of jesus we thank you for a hedge of protection over our pastors and over the nation of israel right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that no weapon formed against them can prosper in jesus name and every tongue that rises up against them is already condemned in jesus name we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor, Lord God, because you're the healer, you're the deliverer, you're the savior, Lord God. Holy Spirit, do your work. Do your work in Jesus' name. We lay, you said in your word, Lord God, that those that believe they would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. Not that they might would recover, but that they would recover. So right now, there's no time. There's no place in the spirit. We lay spiritual hands on our pastors right now in the name of Jesus. On Pastor Ronnie, we speak to his heart. Heart, you beat the way you're supposed to be. We speak to all his blood vessels. You work the way you're supposed to work. Be pliable and, and stretchable in the name of... We speak to his innermost being. We command healing in his body in the mighty name of Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus, they are made whole in their body and in their mind and in every area of their life, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, that what the enemy has meant for bad to come and try to destroy your work. We thank you, Father God, that the love of God <laughs> is going to turn it around for your good, Lord God, in the mighty name of Because they love you and they are called according to your purpose, just like the nation of Israel. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You need something from God, I would, I would encourage you just like to reach out and just grab hold of that for yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus. We don't, we don't play with the devil here. We respond to the anointing and we walk by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Come on, just pray in the Spirit. Don't, don't, don't be interruptive. Pray in the Spirit real low. Don't try to be a, don't try to cause all the attention to come to you. But just pray in the Spirit. When we pray in the Spirit, we're praying the mind of Christ. Glory to you, Jesus. Bless your name, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. We agree with the Holy Spirit. We agree with Holy Spirit. When we don't know what we should pray, <laughs> you 
help us, Lord God. You see, so many times we try to handle stuff in the flesh. We try to handle it in the flesh, and when we need to be going to God with it, we say, well, I don't know how to go to God with this situation. You go to him in the spirit, and he helps our infirmities. He helps our weaknesses. Glory to God. Father, I thank you. I'm a yielded vessel this morning. I don't think too highly of myself. Because I can do nothing without you, but with you I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. I surrender to you right now. To deliver your word with all confidence and clarity of speech, Lord God. I thank you that your word that goes forth will not return void, but it will accomplish that which you set it out to do. That there's no, no person that can gainsay or resist it in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord God, that it's for the purpose of setting the captive free today. So I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, be free in Jesus' name. Be free in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. amen. Give somebody a high five. Thank you, Lord. And hey, why don't you tell your neighbor, I'm going to operate in grace this morning. Hallelujah. Because uh, you just got to be. Oh, well, we're not gonna, I'm not going to go there. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When I gave my life to the Lord, uh, gosh, it was in uh, 1999 is when I sur finally surrendered my life to the Lord. I was 30 years old. And now, now I'm 54. I can't believe that, but I'm... <laughs> so... You know, I haven't been serving, uh, I haven't been surrendered to the Lord as, as long as some people in here. Uh, but when I surrendered my life to the Lord, he told me right off the bat, he said, I, can, I could never really hear the voice of God. I could hear the voice of God, but I didn't know it was the voice of God. Because he was always drawing me because I had parents that were praying for me. And so he was always drawing me by his spirit. And that's what the Father does. He, draw, he draws you. And so, I, you know, I, I sensed that drawing, but I just kind of kept, you know, kept, kept him back there. I told my parents one time, because they would, they would minister to me, and I was living a hellious life, I can tell you. Jesus is so much better. Amen. 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 Oh, show, show them the sign. Show everybody the sign. So, so Nita's up here to remind me. So we're going we're gonna to release 180. 180 is our student. I'm just going to, I'm trying to get in the flow here. <laughs> 180 is our student ministry. So if you're in junior high or high school, we encourage you to go back with 180. Uh, we have a, like, we, we're set up back there now. We've moved from the upstairs and now we're, now we're downstairs. 
and uh, they're going to really enjoy it. It looks like a coffee house in there. We got through with it yesterday, and I was like, ooh, it's time for a worship night in, in 180. We got, there's couches. You know, the lights are just right. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. So, but anyway, we have small groups with our, with 180, and, uh, you know, we just really want to reach the, reach the youth of this community, and, uh, and really, we're, we're, we're endeavoring to get them to start talking, to start opening up about the things that are going on in their life, because the enemy's lying to them, and everything they hear and they see on social media and on the news, and we're like this too, we just believe anything. Okay, so they, they're being lied to. And so we want to we come against the confusion in Jesus' name because the author of confusion is who? The enemy, okay? And so we want to get to the source of truth. But that's not exactly what I'm talking about today. So I'm going to get back on track here. And so I told my parents, I, I said, me and God got it worked out. How many of you ever said that? Like, I, like me, me, and, me and God were good. And I was living in the world, partying. I mean, it's even, you know, it's, it's, the Bible says that it's shameful to talk about those things that are done in darkness. And so I'm not even going to, it's not even worth repeating just other than that you should know that if it could be done, I was doing it. I mean, if any, nobody invented anything that I hadn't done. Okay, and probably some of you are the same way. And some of you may be sitting there self-righteous and thinking, well, I've never done any of that kind of stuff. Oh, well, you just had, you're just self-righteous, so, you know. Let's take, the, let's take that log out of our eye instead of trying to take the stick out of somebody else's. We all, <laughs> we all got issues. We may not have the same issues, but we all got issues. So anyway, I told my parents, I said, me and God got everything worked out. But I knew that if something was to happen to me, that I would not be standing at the judgment seat of Christ. I would be standing at the great room, the great throne judgment. And his answer would be saying, depart from me because I never knew you. You may have went to church. You may have went, you may have went to some things and you had an emotional feeling. But there was no change in my life and there was no surrender. You see, that's what it is about a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's, like, it's surrender. And so it took me till I was 30 years old, down and out, nothing going right in my life, that I was like, you know what? I believe Jesus can help me. <laughs> what? You mean the Creator? The one who created, all things were created by him and for him. Oh, that guy. And so when I gave my life to the Lord, I, he, he spoke to me very clearly and he said, he said, Trey, we have work to do. Now that's how, he, the only way he, he's going to talk to you on the level that you're at. Okay, and as soon as he said that, I knew exactly what he meant, that he was calling me to preach the gospel. Which he calls all believers to do that. Your life is preaching, believe it or not. But I knew that he was calling me into what I didn't even know what it was back then, calling me into the fivefold ministry. Now, it didn't happen right away, but at that moment, I said yes. 
And then after that, I got real anxious. And I got like real like, wait, what a minute, wait a minute, what did I just say yes to? Because I'm the kind of person, y'all haven't seen it here, but I'm the kind of person that is very quiet, very shy. I could not get up in front of people and talk at all. I think it was mainly because I didn't have anything worth talking about, but now I do. Amen. And so uh, I remember one time I was, I'm, y'all, some of y'all heard these stories, but y'all need to hear it again. And some of y'all hadn't heard it. I was, a, I was a salesman for a prominent animal health company. Uh, uh, their station, they were based out of Greeley, Colorado, and they had a branch here in San Antonio. And I was a salesman for that company. Now, one-on-one, I was real good with the customers, with my clients. Real good. But part of our, my job was to have sales meetings with farmers and ranchers, and how many of you know that farmers and ranchers are not too forgiving most of the time? They don't like having their time wasted, okay, especially for stuff that they got to do whenever they need to be in the field or they need to be working or they need to be plowing, they need to be fertilizing. But in order to get some of those chemicals and stuff that they use, they have to do what, the, what is called, I don't know if it's that way now because it's been a long time ago, you have to get CE credits so that you can buy herbicide certain herbicide and certain insecticides and certain fertilizers and stuff like that. So they have to go through these meetings so they can get uh, CE credits and so they, they can purchase that stuff. And so I was good at setting up the meetings and the speakers, but I was not going, I'm not the guy that's going to get up in front of everybody and talk. No, nope, I'll line it up so that y'all can get y'all's credits and, and, let, and let the real salesman you know, that sell the stuff, go for it. Well, one of the salesmen for the products wasn't able to show up. And he calls me and says, Trey, I'm not going to be able to show up, but I know you know the product, and I did. I know you know the product, and that you can, you know, you just got to talk about 10 minutes. They need about 10 minutes to, to get the hours that they need at this meeting. Sure. What am I going to do? You know, it had to be done. And I get up in front of all, I, you know, I don't know, there's probably 7,500 farmers there over in East Texas. And I get, I'm the last one. Everybody gave their presentation, and man, those guys were perfect. I mean, they know their product. They had PowerPoints. They had everything. And I get up there with the microphone. I wish I had a microphone, but I get up there with the microphone, and I start to talk. And nothing would come out. <laughs> I'm telling you, everything in my face and in my, I'm, I, it's almost like I can remember it right now. Everything in my face and my throat and my tongue, it went paralyzed. <laughs> and I couldn't say anything. And then one old farmer in the back, bless his heart. He didn't help me out none. He didn't give me grace like y'all are giving me right now. He said, oh, crap. <laughs> Just like that. Okay, he's, gonna, he's like, he's already endured all this stuff that he didn't want to endure anyway. And now this guy gets up there 
and can't even talk, and I got to sit here and try to listen to him say nothing for 10 minutes. I finally got a little bit out. I don't know how I did. I guess God was like, you know, man, got to have mercy on this, on this kid. And I was a kid back then, basically. And, and so I'm thinking about this kind of stuff, and I remember I was driving on, on 35 over here. I, I, I had just moved back to San Antonio because I knew God was calling me back here. And I let that company know after when I, when I gave my life to the Lord, I said, you know, this is God has something else for me. And they already knew that. They could see that there, there was a change in my life because I started saying a no to all of their nonsense. And when I say saying no, I'm talking about to the parties, to the, to the, uh, to the clubs. You know what kind of clubs I'm talking about where they go to have meetings. And I started saying no. I started, nope, nope, nope. And then uh, finally, uh, a position came up, and, I, and it was a position that I was qualified for because I had moved back. They had, they had said, we don't want you to leave. We want you to come back and, and go into purchasing. So they came back, and I went into purchasing. And, uh, and then another position come up. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm walking with God, and I believe, you know, this, is, this was my flesh. I believe that I can handle the situations that are out there, you know, and... and what God's calls whatever my hands do, he's going to cause it to prosper. I don't have to do all that stuff. I don't have to, I don't have to uh, go with a dog eat dog world. You know, I don't have to do that. And uh, so anyway, the, the gentleman there, the manager of the branch, had the interview, and he said, Trey, I just don't think that you can be the chameleon that you need to be. In a way, it was a, like, hey, I took that as a compliment. You're exactly right. I'm not going to blend in just to fit in. Okay? That's a word for somebody. And, and so did all that, and uh, I was driving around. Uh, no, that, actually, that happened after. This was, this was the time before Nita and I were already married then. But this happened. I was driving around 35. I wasn't coming to church here yet. I was going to another church. or I was going somewhere. And I was just going everywhere and wasn't planted. Okay? I was looking for something. I was looking for the love of God. I was looking for uh, pastors that, would, that could lead and, and, and you know, that, that could help me. And I, and I wasn't able to find it. And then on the way back, I was like, God, what about this calling? And, you know, I got to get somewhere. I started getting worried about it. I'm like, man, I can't get in front of people and talk. You know, what, what in the world? Why, why are you calling me? And I remember very plainly the Lord spoke to me so softly and so tenderly, not like Elvis, but <laughs> y'all got to loosen up a little bit. But right down in here, he spoke to me. He said, Trey, he said, I don't want you to talk about anything but me. See, I'm not asking you to talk about stuff you don't know. You know me. I want you to talk about me. And so this morning when we got that phone call, I started sensing that same anxiety come upon me. And I heard those voice, that voice again saying, hey, I'll just talk about me. I can do that. And so this morning, 
I'm going to talk to you about my friend. Is that okay? I'm going to talk to you about my friend, Jesus. And he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. A friend that, I want you to think about that. A friend that sticks closer than a brother. That's found in Proverbs chapter 18, verse number 24. But the first part of that verse is very, is very interesting. You know what? I, let's go on over there. Let's go to Proverbs. Remember y'all said y'all going to have grace, right? <laughs> Some of y'all out there, I can't believe pastor's not here. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 18. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified. Verse number 24, the first part of that, it says, The man of too many friends, chosen indiscriminately, listen to this, will be broken in pieces and come to ruin. And then the second part of that verse is what we always quote. It says, But... There is a true loving friend who is reliable and sticks closer than a brother. And so when we read in the King, King James, it says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And yeah, and, and when we get that, yeah, if you're going to have some friends, you want friends, you're going to have to show yourself friendly, right? But listen to what it says in Amplified. The man of too many friends... Chosen indiscriminately will be broken in pieces and come to ruin. So what this is telling me is we got to choose our friends. Especially if we're in the kingdom of God. We've relied on Jesus Christ. He's our friend. And we know he's our friend that sticks closer than a brother. There are some relationships that you don't need to have in your life. So this is what I'm getting out of this, that we don't want to be a friend to the world. We want to be a friend to God. Everybody say that. Say, I am a friend of God. You see, because had I not made a decision to be a friend of God or to surrender to Him, then that means... I would not have been able to say no to certain relationships that were in my life. You see, I had so-called friends after I gave my life to the Lord and surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ, my creator, and he's also their creator, say, hey, Trey, you're, you're a good guy. You're a good guy. You don't need to go down that, down that trail. You don't, need to, you don't need to serve God. You don't, basically that's what they're telling me. Hey, you're a good guy. You can keep doing all of the crud that you're doing and your life is going to be all right. Now, had I considered 
their type of friendship over the friendship with God, I would have said yes to that. And there's too many people in the body of Christ that are saying yes to that type of friendship when it's not even friendship, it's something that's going to lead you down a spiraling trail and it's going to cause you to fail. You see, when you say yes to God, there's going to be so much stuff that you're going to have to say no to. No, he's my friend. Jesus, I, I tell people all the time, they, they, they ask me, Trey, why do you do everything that you do? They think that I'm doing it for God. No, I'm getting to do it with God. Why, why am I? Because he died for me. He died for you. Do you think that he's worth my yes? Do you think that he's worth your yes? You say, well, you don't have to do all that. No, you don't have to to make it to heaven. But let me tell you what. If you want to live the life that God has for you, the victorious life, let me tell you what. It's a yes in every area of your life and also in those relationships that should not be there because you chose them indiscriminately and you thought they, they were your friend. But let me tell you what. Those are the ones that when it comes down to it, they're not going to be there for you. But let me tell you what, King Jesus, whoo, he's Lord and he's Savior. He's my friend and he sticks closer than a brother. And, and, whenever, and whenever I was uh, battling with the, the spirit of suicide, let me tell you what, Jesus was there. My friends weren't, my so-called friends weren't there. They don't, they don't even have the spiritual, they don't even have the spiritual, those that, that, I had to separate myself from. They don't even have the spiritual fortitude or the spiritual frequency to be able to hear from God that, hey, Trey's going through something. I need you to stop and I need you to pray right now that that thing be broken off him. They don't have that because they're not in tune with God. I want some friends that are going to stick closer than a brother. And whenever they hear the Holy Spirit say, hey, stop and pray. Trey's going through something. I want them to do it. Because it, honestly, it's a life or death situation in some cases. Those friends that you need to be separated from won't stop and pray but they'll continue the communication and agree with the trouble that you're going through. And then they're going to talk to everybody else about it that doesn't have the spiritual fortitude to say, hey, we're going to stop this right now in Jesus' name. Let's stop and pray. It happens in the church too. So today we're going to learn about what a true friend is. A true friend looks like Jesus. I'm not talking about physically, but it looks like Jesus, talks like Jesus, corrects like Jesus, encourages like Jesus, walks with you through the process like Jesus. Whoo, this is good. Wow, I needed this. Hey, th 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 this is... This is not something coming in here prepared for. 
And I told Nita, I said, I, I said, you know what? This takes away, when it happens like this, it takes away all performance. This gets down where the rubber meets the road. And I'm just talking to you from my heart about what, what Jesus has done in my life. And he can do the same thing in your life. Amen. He came to set the captives free. Amen. You're bound by sin. You're bound by pornography. You're bound by alcoholism. You're bound by unforgiveness. Let me tell you what. Whomever the Son has made free is what? They're free indeed. Amen. You're free to do everything that God's called you to do. Woo! Hallelujah. So he's a friend that sticks closer to the bro to, than a brother, and we have to choose our friends. John 15, 13, it says, says this in the Amplified. It says, no greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his own life for his friends. Listen to that. Stronger, listen to the words in the Amplified. Stronger commitment. Stronger commitment. How committed was Jesus? How committed was Jesus to his relationship with us, to his friendship with us? How committed? What does committed mean? Here's what committed means. It means the state... Y'all may want to write this down. You know, we're a note-taking church. We're a Bible-reading, note-taking, devil-destroying church. Amen? Amen? <laughs> Y'all might as well laugh. It's going to get good. Commitment. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. One more time. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity, etc. Could you say that Jesus was committed to our relationship? How do you know that? How do you know? I mean, how, how do you know that? Was he willing? Was he willing to go through the stuff that he did for us? Why was he willing and why was he committed to go through the shame of the cross? This is what the Lord showed me. He said, this is what the Lord told me. Because he was kingdom-minded and not self-minded. Kingdom-minded, not self-minded. You say, well, that's easy for Jesus. He was, no, 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 no. Why do you think in the Garden of Gethsemane he was there praying? And he, he asked the Father to take that, if it was any way possible, to take that cup. That cup of what? That cup of the shame that he was about to endure on the cross. The beating, the shame. He was naked. He didn't have a little... He didn't have a little loincloth tied on like what we see on, on crucifixes. No, he was naked. And he was beat to a pulp. 
Yet, he knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm sure he wanted to like turn away, but no, he was kingdom-minded and he had our friendship on his mind. He had us on his mind. He had you on his mind. I'm not mad. I'm just very, I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, think the, I think Pastor Ronnie anointing getting on me. <laughs> I'm very passionate. And I am passionate, and you should be too. The state, commitment, the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. Here's the synonyms of what it means to be committed. Now, I would encourage you to take these synonyms and do an inventory of those that are, you say are the closest to you. Take these synonyms and see if you can check the box on them. Okay? Are you all ready? Are you sure? Because you're going to be responsible for what you heard. Okay? And I'm going to pray for you that you have the, the, the anointing and the courage to be able to make hard decisions. Do you think the decision was easy or hard for Jesus to go to the cross? You see, they couldn't have took him unless he allowed them to. Y'all understand that? That he could have he called on all of heaven. All the armies of heaven. He could have called on them to intervene. Here's synonyms for commitment. Remember, a friend is, is somebody who is committed. Dedication. Loyalty, allegiance, devotion, fidelity, faithfulness, and steadfastness. Y'all want me to go through them again? Dedication, loyalty, allegiance, devotion, fidelity, faithfulness, and steadfastness. I can stand before you right now. And confess that I haven't always been that to my friends. And if you're going to be truthful, you can say that you haven't been either. But one thing I can stay up, stand up here and confess without a shadow of a doubt. Jesus has been all that to me. Every bit of it. You see, we look at the example of the world of what a friend should be whenever we need to be going to the truth. That's what we've been teaching uh, in 180. We've been teaching about truth. 
about consider your source. Going to, going to the source of creation. You see, we're going to news media, we're going to social media, we're going to everything else except for the Word of God, except for the Word to get information. No, he said that he is the truth. He is the way. And that he is the life. Amen? Outside of him, there is no life. There is no life worth living, put it that way. But now that Jesus has come in, woo, now that Jesus has come in, I have a life that's worth living. Because if I will surrender and I will yield and I will allow God to work through me, then you know what? Jesus can live his life through you. I'm telling you, if you, will leave, if you will yield and surrender to the Spirit of God in every area of your life, if you'll just say, God, if you'll just take a moment. You know there's wisdom in waiting? You know, sometimes we just want to fly off the handle. And we want to take care of everything right now, right then. And, we, and most of the time we do that, we handle it in the, in the flesh. And then, the, then, then it ends up being messed up. But there's wisdom in waiting. And if we will wait, and we will ask the Lord, ask the Holy Spirit to teach us and to comfort us and to give us wisdom, He will absolutely do it. Because He said, he said if you will ask for wisdom and not doubting in your heart, He will give it to you liberally. You say, well, I, I just don't have, have much wisdom. Let me tell you what, you're a born-again believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. You can confess that you have the mind of Christ. And you can make decisions after the Spirit and not after the flesh. One more time. Dedication. Loyalty. Allegiance. Devotion. Fidelity. Faithfulness. Steadfastness. Hebrews 12, 2. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified also. Hebrews 12, 2, it says, Looking away from all that will distract us. Looking away from what? All that will distract us. Focusing our eyes on Jesus. I told somebody the other day, a, a, uh, a parent that brought one of the teenagers, and he was talking about, uh, you know, well, if, you, if, you'll, if, you'll just, if you'll just do right, then you're going to be all right. But if you do wrong, then you know what? It's just going to be bad for you. He basically said, kaput. And the Spirit of the Lord just kind of come up on me, and I've said it before. The way you behave is by beholding. Beholding who? Beholding the Lamb of God. That's what John the Baptist said whenever he saw Jesus coming to be baptized. What did he say? He said, behold, look intently at, behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. And so if we're beholding Him, then we're not going to get off track. 
And beholding can be in our seeing and our hearing and in our actions. Let me tell you what. We'd be so much better if we if we'll just we see Jesus walking, we'll walk that way. We hear him talking, if we'll talk that way. We hear the way he thinks, if we think that way. Amen. Are y'all getting anything? By the, I know y'all are kind of having to grab this by the spirit because I'm just kind of I'm just throwing it out there. But that's all right. Looking away from all that will distract us, focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter of our faith. The author and the perfecter. The first incentive for our belief and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Who, for the joy, everybody say the joy, of accomplishing the goal. What was his goal? What was God's goal from the beginning whenever Adam and Eve fell in the garden? His goal was to bring mankind back into relationship or back into friendship with him. Come on. That's good news. He wants to be your friend. He wants to have a relationship with you. Accomplishing the goal set before, it, before him endured the cross disregarding the shame. And so he disregarded the shame. Disregarded. He didn't have any pride in him. But we have to deal with pride. Is that right? And so if we're going to be a friend, a true friend, the way Jesus is a friend, then we're going to have to disregard the challenges of being a friend to other people. You say, Brother Trey, what are you talking about? Friends let people, let friends let their friends know hard things. Friends don't always get into or going to agree with what you're doing. And that's okay. I want true friends in my life that aren't going to be afraid to come to me whenever they hear something or whenever they're going through something. No, I want to be that friend that's loyal, that's not going to be worried about uh, what, what, what will happen if, I, if, if this gets out? What will, what will happen? They're not concerned about that because they're friends and they're loyal and they're dedicated and they're faithful. Let me tell you what. Nita and I can tell each other anything and we're not concerned about one of us going to run off. Okay? She's my friend. We stick together. The body of Christ is so out there like talking about this preacher, talking about that preacher. Are there, are there times, did you know so-and-so in the church was doing this? Did you know that somebody in the church, their, their, their grandmother's aunt, so-and-so from back in the 30s was a, I'm just going to say a witch doctor. Did you know about that? And, and, and it spreads like wildfire. Well, if that happened in the church, then if that was her grandmother, then you know the sins of the the sins of the of the of their ancestors are gonna gonna come up. No. So they start wondering and they start questioning about that person that's in that church, that's in that body in that church right there. And it spreads like wildfire. Why? Because we have not been. It's not here at this church. Not anymore. 
Oh, let's be, let's be true friends. Let's be friends like Jesus. Jesus was not afraid to correct. He wasn't concerned if he, he was correcting the disciples. He wasn't concerned about, about his friendship with them. He was also encouraging them, right? Would you say that he was loyal to them? Yes. He was loyal to the point of death. Are we loyal to the point of death? That whatever is the truth, are we willing to stand up for the truth? I'm willing to stand up for the truth. Now, can I stand up for the truth on my own two legs? No, it requires the anointing. It requires the grace of God. It requires God's power working in us and through us to help us do with these what we can't do on our own. Do we have to, we don't, what I'm trying to say, we don't have to deal with hard situations on our own. We don't have to do it on our own. So he endured, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. Verse number three, just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it uh, all in comparison with your trials so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Don't go weary and lose heart with the things that you're going through. Yes, Nina and I have had to deal with some very hard things in our life. And so have you. Are you still here? Yes, and you still got work to do. You have not yet struggled, verse number four, you have not yet struggled to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And have you forgotten the divine word of encouragement which is addressed to you as sons? My sons, don't make light of the discipline of the Lord. Don't make light of it. Pride will not allow you to be disciplined. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So if you think you got it all figured out and you're not ever wrong, everybody else is wrong, this is what God does. What was it I told you the other day? I should have wrote it down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God will not work with pride. How do I know that? Because I know. I know. From personal experience, 
that God will not work with pride. That's what caused Satan to be thrown down out of heaven. And it's what will cause each and every one of us to not allow the truth of God's word to discipline us. And it's the truth that can set us free from the very thing that we're going through. My son, do not make light of the dis discipline of the Lord and do not lose heart and give up when you are corrected by him. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves and he punishes every son whom he receives and welcomes to his heart. Now that doesn't mean he's going to break your arm. Don't get off that. But we should embrace the correction of the Lord. And I've, I've just been, there's been so much, so much going on here lately. In the world, the enemy seems like he's working overtime. But let me tell you what, the Spirit of God's working overtime too. Amen. He said in the last days that he would pour out his Spirit upon all flesh. And he's pouring out his Spirit right now. And he's dealing with us. This is why he's dealing with us in this kind of way. It's a loving way, but it's a correcting way. Because why? He's our friend. Yeah, he's our Lord and he's our Savior. But he's our friend. I heard this quote today. I mean, not today. It's been this week. Maybe in the past two weeks. And I've been meditating on it because I, I just didn't really know, like, how, is it truth? Or is it, you know, just something somebody, you know, just saying that sounds good? But it's, it's been coming to, it, it just keeps coming up. And then I asked the Lord, I said, well, what about, what about, uh, you know, did, did Jesus go through this? And so the quote is, I will not sacrifice truth on the altar of relationship. Just kind of let that, and that's by a quote by Dr. Uh, Gladstone. I don't know who he is. I will not sacrifice truth on the altar of relationship. Your true friends, your true friends who are kingdom-minded will not sacrifice the truth in order to stay friends with you. That's what I get out of it. And you say, well, can you prove it in the Bible? Yep. I sure can because the Lord showed me right before I came out here. Do y'all remember in Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 23, Jesus was telling the disciples the things that he was going to have to endure. Now, were those things that he was going to have to endure the truth? He was talking about going to the cross. He was talking about what was going to happen to him. And he's sharing it with the disciples, which was the absolute truth, because that was the goal. He, I mean, we were his goal, like to bring us back into relationship with him. And so, Peter starts saying, he starts rebuking the Lord. Can you imagine that? He starts rebuking Jesus. 
I could just, I mean, can you imagine that? He starts, starts rebuking and said, no, that's not going to be so, not as long as I'm around. No, 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 that ain't going to happen. No, no, I mean, you can, you can just hear the pride, right? No, Jesus, I'm your friend. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be done. Can y'all hear that in, in Peter's voice? I'm your friend. I'm the one that's closer to you, blah, 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 and all this. And Jesus turns around to him and says, get behind. You know, let's, let's go over there. Let's go to Matthew. I think y'all need to go there. Matthew 16. I'm going to start reading at verse number, let's see, 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. So he's telling them what the plan is. He's telling them what the goal is. And Jesus, he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. He's telling them the whole plan. Then Peter, rising up in pride and being puffed up, he says, and begin to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Like, this ain't going to happen to you as long as I'm around, because I'm your friend. I'm probably the closest friend you got. I know I'm just kind of ad-living there, but. <laughs> then said Jesus unto, wait. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou saviors not the things that be of God, but that those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come unto me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So in other words, get with the plan. Get with the goal. Get in agreement. But he's basically telling Peter right here, You're being fleshly minded. I need some people who are close to me that are going to be kingdom minded and they're going to put the kingdom first. If you're going to hang around here, you're going to find out real quick that your little issues are not going to be put on the top shelf. That's right. Whatever little issues you're going through are far inferior to the kingdom purpose, and that is that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the Son of Jesus Christ. We have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You say, Pastor Trey, you're always supposed to be the one encouraged. I am encouraging you. The anointing of Pastor Ronnie's on me. <laughs> and it should be because I'm, I'm standing here. I'm standing here under his authority. I'm not up here doing my own thing. I'm, I'm submitted to the authority of this house. 
And you should, you should, you should value. Mm. Peter didn't value the plan. We should place high value on the plan of God. High value. That's why we just can't talk about anything that our flesh wants to talk about. No, because I, I place a high value. I place a high value on kingdom business. If what, is I, if what is I'm, I'm about to say is not, is not, uh, is not, uh, there's a scripture that says, it, uh, let us think on these things. Uh, let us think if it's not pure. You know, let's, let's think on purity. You know, let us, let us think on those kind of things. If, it, if it's not uplifting, if it's not encouraging, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about those type of things. Amen. We, have, we just, loose lips sink ships. I don't know how any more blunt I can be. Loose lips will sink the ship of your dreams coming true. Because we have what we say. And we're saying the wrong thing. Man. Babe, you better, you better get up here and kind of help me get, get through this. Let's come up here. We're going to pray. <laughs> Ooh. We're standing in solidarity. <laughs> Y'all stand up. And we're going to close. Glory to God. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory to you, Jesus. Glory. We're going to give you an opportunity. And I'm the first one up here. I am the first one up here for this uh, stepping out, I should say. You got anything first? Repentance is our friend. Oh, that's good. Repentance is our friend. Yeah. The enemy will try to get us not to repent, but I'm up here with Trey. There's areas where, ooh, I wasn't loyal in this. Ooh, I yeah. said something here. Ooh, I wasn't a friend here. Ooh, I kind of got in the flesh there. But repentance is our friend, and, it, and some of us need to be free from issues in our own personal life, and I feel like there's a, we're hitting a roadblock, and, and, the, and all we got to do is turn around. Turn around. Repent. Turn around, don't drown. Yeah, turn around, don't drown. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> he does have Pastor Ronnie anointing today. <laughs> yeah, turn around, don't drown. You, you, because end, you, you can drown in unforgiveness. You can drown... You can drown bitterness. in your sorrows. You can yeah. drown in, in bitterness. It's all a it's all an attempt of the enemy to kill you. To sabotage your dreams, right. sabotage your future. And what we're kingdom minded here at Omega. We are kingdom minded. It's about people. We have a sign in the back. And sometimes I it's there all the time. Sometimes I see it. It's not about you. Yeah. We gotta get ourselves out of the center of every situation. Get ourselves out of the center. Man, thank God Jesus didn't, wasn't self-centered. Thank God he wasn't self-centered. But today is our day to change this around, turn this around. You know, we walk in truth. We don't have to defend ourselves either. 
Don't have to defend yourself. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just, we're just kind of waiting on how the Lord wants to, is, is, wants to do this. If you don't know Jesus, he's a friend that's closer to the, than a brother. And we want to give you an opportunity to get to know my friend. He's my best friend. And he wants to be your best friend. Everybody just close your eyes. Nobody, nobody looking around. Thank you, Lord. This is going to take courage. It's going to take courage. But if you'll turn towards God, you'll take a step towards him. He'll give you, he'll, he'll, he'll turn and meet you and then he'll give you the strength to make those, the rest of those steps. You say, Trey, I don't, I don't know your friend, but I would like to get to know him. And this has to be a decisive decision right now. I promise you, this is where I was at. If you will make that step towards God, he will turn towards you. And then he'll walk the rest of the way with you. You say, I want to get to know your friend, Trey. I want to get to have a relationship with him. I don't know him the way that you know him. Look, you... Step out of your seat right now and get down here because today is the day of salvation. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to plead. This, I mean, this is the best decision that you will ever make in your life. Don't pass it up. You say, well, I'm not, I haven't been right with God. I've had a relationship with him, but I've turned from him. And I've gone the way of the world and I've let my flesh, the world and the devil influence me more than the Spirit of God. Get down here now. Don't come to me after service. Don't come to me after service because we want to rejoice with you. We want to rejoice with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Y'all are going to be so glad. Y'all are going to be so full of joy. When I received Jesus into my heart, the weight of the world and the cares and all of the sin just lifted off of me and I became so light. Like what? like walking on air you know what and he continues he continues yes I was on my way to heaven but he continues to save me how many times can you be saved well my spirit got born again and then whenever I find myself in situations that I shouldn't be there because I didn't obey God Bible says, who shall ever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Glory to you, Jesus. There's more. Might as well do it now. Because today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. 
glory to you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Why don't y'all y'all come right over right over here on this side? Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So how, how many how many of y'all have have like this is your your first time like asking the Lord into your life? All of y'all all of y'all have at some point in time had a relationship with the Lord. Okay. This is your first time. Your second time, so you you have a relationship with the Lord, and and you just turned. Wait, okay, all right. He's not mad at you. He's not mad at. He's not mad at any of y'all. I'm just trying to make sure that I. Amen. Nita, Nita, and I, we get, we come to every altar call. We're here with y'all. Because we don't. We're like, hey, we're 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 just gonna. We want everything that God has for us. Okay, and and you too, right? Thank you, Jesus. We're gonna pray for y'all. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Is this, this is your first time here? No? Okay. What's your name? Katrina. Katrina. Father, I thank you. I thank you for Katrina. You see her heart. You see everything that she's been going through, and you're not mad at her. Thank you for a repentant heart, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in her life. Devil, I serve notice to you right now. We rebuke her, rebuke you off her life in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for joy unspeakable and full of glory. Show her how to be a friend to you. Because only being a friend to you can she be a friend to the world and show people the love of Jesus. Courage. Courage to stand on truth. Courage. Courage. And you're saying yes to him, right? I mean, saying yes to him means denying the world and denying the devil and his ways in the name of Jesus. He's just filling you with so much courage right now, filling you with himself. He's filling, he's filling you because you've made room for him in Jesus' name. Not for not because I'm on a closer walk, closer walk with the Lord. Okay. See, I can read. We do it, but I don't understand what I read. That's why I'm having a hard time accepting Jesus because I don't know what I, I don't understand what I'm reading. So. Okay. Well, we're going to believe that you're going to start understanding. Uh, Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I love you so much. Love you so much. Because you first loved me. I wouldn't even know how to love you without your love. I receive you. I receive you. I receive your truth. I receive your truth. Thank you. Thank you. For going to the cross for me. Thank you for going to the cross for me. And right now. 
I declare. I declare. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Devil, get out of my life. Devil, get out of my life. And out of my mind. And out of my mind. And out of my body. And out of my body. No, no, no. Say it. Say it real, 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 real firm. Devil. Get out of my life, devil. There you go. <laughs> That's the way you talk to him. <laughs> Jesus' name, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for. What, what's your name? Kirk. Kirk, yes. I thank you for Kirk. I declare by the stripes of Jesus, he is made whole and healed in the mighty name of Jesus. His body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Sickness, infirmity, you cannot make residence in his body any longer. Amen. Get out in Amen. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Bless you, sir. Thank you for Frank. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I thank you for his friendship. Thank you for his friendship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I rebuke shame right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus carried the shame, Frank, so we don't have to carry it. No more shame, no more guilt. No more shame, no more guilt. No more shame, no more guilt. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> People have underestimated you, Frank. Thank you, Jesus. There's a new level. There's a new level. I keep hearing there's a new level of commitment. There's a new level. You're gonna, you've always been kingdom-minded, but there's, gonna, there's a new level of kingdom-mindedness coming. Actually, it's already there. You value. There's a, there's a fresh value coming. There's, this, this is what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a remembering of the joy of your salvation. That's what it is. It's a renewing, it's a refreshing of the joy of your salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus thanks you for his for your friendship. In Jesus' name. That's for that's for everybody. You, you've grown stagnant. You've grown stagnant. You say your relationship with your with the Father has grown stagnant. Renew the joy of your salvation. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me see your hand. What's your name? Patty. Patty. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we lift up Patty. We thank you, Lord God, that you're just drawing her into a deeper, more personal, 
intimate relationship with you. That's what this is all about. He's drawing you. He's drawing you. He's drawing you. He's drawing you into the prayer closet. He's drawing you into that intimate time with him where you can hear him and you can see him in the name of Jesus. You know your heart can see him. And he's doing something new. Glory to God. And I hear also he's doing something in your family. I don't know what, what that means, but just know that whatever you've been praying and you've been interceding for, he is doing it in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, he calls it done in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all are together, right? Okay. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What's your name? Michael. Michael? Chastity. Huh? Chastity. Michael and Chastity. Thank you, Father. I thank you for the repentant heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He says those relationships are not going to be severed forever. I don't know why I just feel like that. That's of you. Like there's a, there's a struggle. There's a struggle to, to like separate from certain relationships. I feel like the Lord's saying, no, it's only, it's only for a time because he's drawing them too. And he's going to use y'all. He's going to, y'all are going to be like a city set on a, set on a hill. And, and they're, they're going to start looking at you. They're these friends that, you, you, that maybe they're going to, you're concerned about mockery and you're concerned about all that kind of stuff. They're, don't worry, don't be concerned about that because he's working on them too. He wants your yes, not your maybe, not your, well, when it's convenient. No, no, no. He's looking for your whole heart. Your whole heart. And I'm doing this in a, in a, like, this is a point of contact. Whole heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And he's doing it. He's doing it. Value. Value. The value of the word of God. The value of the kingdom the value. You're going to start protecting the kingdom. I see you. Wow. I just see you. You're like a protector. You're like an armor bearer. Not pridefully. But like in prayer. Like a family of prayer. Are y'all married? Are y'all going to get married? Huh? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have time to be around the bush. Huh? In the process. In the process. Still work. All right. We'll get it done. Don't 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 be messing around. Get it done. God wants to do something here in the spirit, and He will. There's got to be unity, and He He wants to bless this relationship. Now, if y'all have any question about it, then then you know y'all need to do what you need to do. But if there's no question about it, y'all are committed. Get committed all the way. I'm sorry I did that in front of everybody, but, okay? 
All right, I love you like a brother. One that sticks closer than a brother. Okay, we all have to make hard, we have to make hard, it's not even a hard decision. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, complete your word. The good work that you started, you will surely see it come to completion in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory. Yeah, y'all give him the Lord a round of applause. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You see? Man, see, the, see, things just keep coming up. Things keep coming up. I will not sacrifice truth on the altar of relationship. Did that hinder mine in your relationship? No. Not, not that you know of right now, right? <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus. What's your name? Michael. Two Michaels. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless Michael, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I tell people this all the time whenever I sense a hindrance. There's a, there's a posture of surrender. A posture. And that posture is hands raised up and open, ready to receive. Hey, there you go. See, that's the posture of surrender. Because he wants all of you, not part of you. He wants all of you. How do I know this? Because he's dealing with me the same thing. No, 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 Trey. No, 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 Trey. This ain't the way it is. I want all of you, not part of you. All of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And this posture of surrender is going to bring you into a fresh relationship with him. It's going to renew the joy of your salvation. It's going to give you courage. It's going to give you courage, his courage and his strength because you're strong in him. You're strong in him and not, the, and not your own power. You're strong in him and in the power of his might. There's things that you've been trying to handle on your own and you can't fix it. You can't fix it. But in surrender, when you let it go out of your hands and put it into the one of the, the one's hands who can handle it, then it gets taken care of. And that's called grace. Seek him. Run after him because he's running after you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. You go. Glory to God. Glory to God. This, this, wait, this is your sister, right? Angel. 
This is your daughter. Am I remembering something right? You got healed here of something a long time ago. Was that was that her? Yeah. Something with your throat or something? No. I can't. The oh. Yeah. Right here in this church. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> He's still the healer. Okay. Go ahead. Lord, right now. Just thank you for your Yes. Yes, Lord. The areas she can't do on her own, Father God, I just yes, you just wrap your loving arms around her like a friend and just love on her like you do, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let her know, Lord God, how important she is, how much you value her, what a special gift she is. She's not a mistake. Thank you, Lord. She's not a mistake. You're not a mistake. You are not a mistake. I keep hearing you're not a mistake. He chose you even before you. He chose you before you were even in your mother's womb. He loves you and he wants to know that you are valuable in his eyes. He cares about you so much. He loves you. I just keep getting, you're not a mistake and he loves you. Yes. He just wants. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Ramante, Glory to God. He says it's time. You know that, right? Yep. Oh, Rabbi the, the Lord is calling call, is calling the body of Christ to it's time to stop playing games because there's y'all see what's going on we're in the army of the Lord we are enlisted in the army of the Lord glory to God glory to you Jesus <laughs> we love y'all thank you Lord there's one more thing one more thing that the Lord the Lord wants to deal with Suicide is a spirit. And how do I know? Because I know. The Lord is desirous to set people free of a suicide spirit right now. Your life is worth living because Jesus desires to live his life through you. Amen. It's going to take courage. I like, I, I'm already here. Come, get that off you right now. Get that off you. Come, come. If, you, if you've had thoughts that your life is not worth living and you've thought about taking your own life, come and get free. 
I'm, I, I can't set you free. But let me tell you what, there's a, there's a burden removing, yoke destroying anointing up here right now that will break that thing off of you in the name of Jesus. In the name of, I don't, I don't it, you, you, let's do it. The Lord wouldn't have me call it out if there wasn't, wasn't people dealing with it. You can either get free or you can leave here and keep dealing with it on your own. All right. All right. Remember what I said. Lord can't deal with pride. He can't work with pride. This is laying, oh my gosh, this is laying, laying it down. No, you say, well, everybody's going to see. That's, these people right here after this message are going to stand with you in agreement. They're, they're, they're not gonna they're not going to uh, be out there spouting stuff off with oh did you know that I'm up here telling you I dealt with it and I had to quit dealing with it on my own I had to let the Lord allow the Lord to set me free and change the way I think I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. I know I didn't. All right. Need and I love you. Pass be praying. Uh, don't, don't, don't just pray a little wimpy prayer over pastors. No, you pray the prayer of faith. Prayer of faith. Not a little, Lord, won't you do it? No, you come to him. Lord, you already paid for the my pastor's healing. You've already done it by the stripes of Jesus. They are healed and made whole. And you rebuke the enemy. You rebuke the enemy. You rebuke the enemy out of your life. Hmm. All right. I don't know how to stop. Yeah, go ahead. We are so glad you came today. We're, I'm free. Are you free? Woo. I'm free from what's holding me back. No more, no more staying back here. We're going forward. This church is going forward. God is doing something here. Amen. What I want to encourage you to do, I want you to turn around and introduce yourself to someone you've not met. We need to, this is a community. This is a place where we take care of business. And this is your safe place. And we want to invite you. You need to come out on Wednesday night at 7.15. And then we have Bible study Thursday morning. I mean, this is things are happening here at Omega. I want you to go out, introduce yourself, make, make some friends, make connections. That's what this is about. We're going to change the south side. We're changing this community. And it starts in the house, right? Well, before we leave and before you tell everybody hello and meet somebody new, we're going to pray a hedge of protection around us. Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we declare there'll be no tragedy named among us. We're walking out of these doors free, free to hear your voice, free to walk in your example, free to be who you've called us to be. We're not going to live in shame and bondage and bitterness. Lord, we leave that at the altar. And we thank you, Father God, that we are going to go out of these doors and we're going to 
change our community. We're going to change our workplace. We're going to change and we're going to bring people to you, Father God. We're going to show the real love that you have for them, that they are the apple of your eye. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.